Movement. This episode of Congratulations is brought to you by Movement. Look, we get it. Holiday shopping can be tough, but thanks to Movement, all that gift-giving anxiety can disappear with the press of a button. These watches make the perfect purchase for just about anyone in your life, guy or girl, and they start at only $95. We'll talk about Movement later on in the show. 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to mvmt.com slash congrats. This episode is also brought to you by Blue Apron. Now, when you cook with Blue Apron, you're not just having burgers for dinner. You're making short rib burgers with a hoppy cheddar sauce on a pretzel bun. Yummy. That sounds amazing. You're prepping seared steaks and thyme pan sauce with mashed potatoes, green beans, and crispy shallots in under 45 minutes, and you don't have to make a trip to the grocery store. Blue Apron is treating congratulations listeners to their first dinner, a $30 value, if you visit blueapron.com slash congrats. So check out this week's menu and get your $30 off today at blueapron.com slash congrats. The Cash App. It seems the babies on this show are switching to the Cash App. It's the number one finance app in the App Store, and they've introduced the Cash Card, a new black debit card that you can design yourself via the app. It's very cool. You keep the, uh, you keep the cash. Uh, you use the cash that you keep in the app anywhere you want. It's the best way to pay people back. Download the free Cash App for iOS or Android now. What's up? How you guys doing, babies? Uh, it's the 43rd episode. Um, I never know what number it is on the episode, but I know it's number 43 right now. And uh, I am doing a little bit too much chiseling. There was a, uh, a sports announcer once. My brother and I always make fun of it, but he was like, I, I can't, I think, what was it, maybe Chris Berman or something? I don't know. But he was talking about a baseball player, and he was like, and he was doing the highlights. And I don't know what the guy was doing. He was doing something cool. And the and every time it cut back to the baseball player doing the cool thing, the baseball the announcer was like, and doing a little bit too much chiseling, and it was so ridiculous that like this old white fucking baseball announcer would do that shit, um, and doing a little bit too much chiseling, like so white. Uh oh, dude, I saw this funny, the funniest fucking thing on the video pop podcast before we get started. I gotta, I gotta share this with you. Um, the, you know, we put the video up. What did he put? I think it was on the clip. Was it on the clip? Shit yeah, this is on the laundry clip. Um, this comment, dude, killed me. Uh, he writes, "Fucking now, of course, can't." Oh, here we go. Here, this guy writes, "the The word is memorable. Why does he add an s in the beginning?" Okay, you know, because I said some memorable in it. And somebody wrote, be a baby to his comment. And then he wrote, I'm 27. And then he wrote, and then it's like I wrote, it's a Chris D'Elia thing and babies are like his cult. And he writes, so is there like an admission form or something? How do I pledge my allegiance? And the guy writes, just don't be a CUDA. <laughs> It made me laugh. Like this to think of this guy being like, I don't understand what the fuck is going on, and then this guy just keeps using the language. Um, but yeah, so so uh I was in Ohio 
this past weekend. I was in Columbus, Ohio. They said it was going to be freezing. It wasn't really that freezing. Uh, weathermen don't know what the fuck they're doing. I know they talk about how weather can, you know, they can predict it because it's coming in from different areas, but they don't know. The wind is the wind. Do you know what I'm saying? They don't fucking know. The wind is the wind, and the wind picks up and goes wherever the fuck it wants. You know why? It's the wind. And you're just a person trying to predict where the wind is going. You're trying to predict where the wind is going? These weathermen, how often are they right? I I wonder how often weathermen are actually right. Because maybe it's like 80%, but maybe it's like 50 if it's 50, I'll just guess. You know? If it's cloudy, it might rain. There, I'm a weatherman. I'm a weatherman, Jewish. A Jewish guy. Hey, I'm, I'm Bill Weatherman. I'm Sid Weatherman. Sid. Um, the name is Sid? That's not a good name. Sounds awful. Uh, but yeah. Uh, I had a good time in Columbus. The, uh, the, all the shows were sold out, six shows, a lot of babies came, um, and, uh, and it was very, very fun to perform for them. I, 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 I think I performed in Columbus, Ohio when I was opening up for Joe Coy. So I was only featuring, um, and then I did Columbus, Ohio. I did a theater there like two years ago, but then I wanted to do more shows. So I did them at the Funny Bone this, this past weekend. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was, it was a good, you know, here I flying, first of all, when I was on the plane on the way there, the, the stewardess was like, kept on coming by and saying for my drinks, do you need a skirt? Which is a napkin. But she kept on saying like, let me get you a skirt. And like, I don't know what it is about shit like that that just grinds my fucking gears. And it's always grinded my gears to say, to call something a cute word. It's always grinding. I remember being young as shit and hearing somebody say, take it sleazy instead of take it easy. And just being like a six-year-old thinking for the first time, motherfucker. I don't know what the fuck it is about that. Um, But like, Say napkin. First of all, maybe skirt is another word for like a cloth um, uh, coaster. However, it's not a coaster, first of all. First of all, don't call it that way even if it's a coaster. Just say coaster. It was literally a napkin that had like American Airlines on it. It was a fucking napkin. Also, there's nothing worse than an airplane napkin. It, it, It might as well be fucking sandpaper. When you got to blow your nose and you use that, just pretty much shred your nose up. Just pretty much put your nose on some asphalt and rub your face around. That's what it is. And she kept calling it skirt and it bothered me the whole way there. Now, here's the other thing, dude. Um, I want to know, a, this is a survey I want to know, and from all the fucking listeners out there, the babies and non-babies, I just want to know if you're catching this shit. Is everybody's nose just always dry? The inside of the fucking nose. One fire, is your fucking nose dry right now? No? Okay. So, never dry. Okay, my nose is always dry. It's just always dry. It's always fucking dry. Always up in the fucking nasal shit. Always dry. I wake up, 
feels like they're shooting a movie up there, okay? It's all crowded. It's annoying. I got to fucking blow my nose. My brain comes out. And I take a shower. Helps barely. My mom would always be like, "It's the st- use the steam. Get in the shower. Get the steam going. You know? Didn't help. What do they call it? A witch's, it's a witch's tail? Get some steam in the fucking nose? Does that help? Or does it just make it more damp? Then when it's not damp anymore, dry as hell. So my nose is just always dry. And it's always going to be dry. Winter, summer, spring, fall. If they make a new season, it'll be dry then too. Why? I want to know why. Sometimes I drink more water than a fucking Arrowhead dispenser. I drink so much water sometimes. And as a matter of fact, that's all I drink. All I drink is water and coffee. Now, I know coffee dehydrates you, but water replenishes you, okay? So I drink so much water. Why is my nose so dry? What do I need to do to get my nose not dry? The fuck do I need to do? Do I need to to jam Vicks Vapor Rub up there? Or not Vapor Rub, but the fucking Vaseline, I mean? Nasal spray does not work. And I know everybody right now is thinking, well, the nasal spray, there's there's this one nasal spray. No, don't care. Don't like that guy when people are like, oh, you got to use this kind, though. Oh, so you're using the wrong kind. Say ya. I'm not using the wrong kind. Just, what did fucking... It's just always dry. It's dry up there right now. They're shooting fucking Ragnarok 4 up there. Um... Yeah, it sucks. I, I, and it, and sometimes then it's just dry on the bottom of it too. And I, I look like Tom Hanks in Philadelphia at the end. And I'm just like, dude, I don't have fucking HIV. I'm just, it's my nose is always dry. I drink so much water. I work out hard, sweat it all out, drink it up. I'm drinking water. I do the only thing I do more than work out really hard at the gym is drink more water. At my gym, this guy stopped me. He was like, hey, man. Because last episode, I was talking about the guy with the with the fucking shoestring in between his two nipples when he worked out. And he was like, hey, man, is that the guy? And I was like, oh, shit. He was listening to my podcast, and he pointed to the guy who actually I was talking about. It was funny. It's nice to see babies at the gym. Um, shout out to that guy for making my gym experience. Um, so, uh, <clears throat> yeah, it sucks, dude. I, I, my nose is always dry. What do I do? What do I do? Um, in the, this, oh man, you know, what's actually uh, bumming me out is the, um, the, uh, the, 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 the sexiest man of the year. Hey, who gives a fuck? They picked Blake Shelton. First of all. I'll tell you one thing. I think Blake Shelton is one of the most sexy motherfuckers in the world. That dude is fucking awesome. That dude's, first of all, he's tall as shit. He's got a nice face, cool hair. Yeah, he's got those barbed wire tattoos. That's very awful, but he knows it, I feel like. Okay? He dresses in flannel. He's cool. And here's the sexiest thing about him. He's fucking relaxed as shit, dude. How much confidence does that guy have? I think if you could, like pick the most confident guy in the world, it would be him. 
Because he just doesn't give a fuck. He just shows up. He's like, what do you want me to do? It's so funny to me. I watch that guy. And I think like when he shows up, he's just like, hey, where's the camera? What do you want me to do? All right, let's do it. And he just sits down and he's like, sure, yeah, let's do it. And he just does it. And then he fucking gets up and leaves. And he's like, cool, I'm going to go about my day. I'll catch you guys later. What are we shooting? Shooting a promo for iHeartRadio? Cool. Let's do this. <laughs> and then you say something. And he's just like, all right. And then he just is like so respectful. The guy's sexy. It it just drives me nuts how people will get on the thing and be like, picture the people that saw Jason Momoa standing waist deep in a lake and then thought Blake Shelton was the sexiest man in the world. Yeah, Jason Momoa's sexy as shit, but they got to pick someone who gives a fuck. Also, Blake Shelton is so famous. They got to pick the one of the most famous guys ever. You know, Jason Momoa is real famous. He's Aquaman, but he's not Blake Shelton famous, dude. Blake Shelton can go to fucking tribes in Africa and they'd be like, hey, he's from TV. You know? Also, Jason Momoa, take that hat off your head. Yeah, man. He's a cool dude. He's a cool dude. But also, where somehow. He's manly as shit, though. I do like him. Um, but yeah, dude, people were just like, oh, did everybody die? Is that why they picked Blake Shelton? Dude, who's getting mad at the fucking People magazine? That shit's always been awful anyway. Who'd they pick last year? Who'd they pick fucking all the other years? One year they pick Matthew McConaughey, McConaughey, okay. They pick Brad Pitt, okay. They pick fucking Idris Elba maybe one year. That's a sexy motherfucker though, dude. Fuck. Idris Elba is is uh is cool as shit. And I was he's got a good accent too. Like that dude is British. How much does Idris Elba do so much Molly, you know? <laughs> I feel like Idris Elba probably does so much Molly. I feel like he's just like, oh, like wherever he shows up, he's just like, you got you got a fond to hookups. Like to his people, to his handlers, he'll be like, oh, is there Molly in my room? You got a fond to hookups. He'll show up to like, he'll do like a conference in Australia about like some new movies doing about the Dark Tower. And he, as soon as he lands, he's like, oh, what a flight. Do you have the um, the hookups? And they'll be like, what do you mean? I need to get going here. I'm not going to do these fucking press junkets without doing a fucking molly. I need to rub it in my mouth. One time I was talking to a girl and she said she went to Coachella and she had never done molly. And she was like, had her arms up and she was dancing around in, in the Coachella shit. And somebody came up behind her and wiped fucking molly on her face. Dude, hey, let me tell you something, okay? If somebody ever did that to me, and I've never done Molly, I've never done drugs. If somebody ever fucking snuck some drugs into me, I'll tell you right now, I would fight everyone around me until I was either dead or high. That's how it would go. If you wiped Molly in my mouth, everybody around that person who did that is complicit. I'm fighting everybody I see until I'm dead or tripping 
Because I know once I'm tripping, I'm not going to want to fight everybody, right? I'll be like, I would, that would be hilarious to be like fighting and shit and just, ah, ah, and just, if you were winning, just fucking beating the shit out of everybody. Ah, just high kicks and fucking, bah, and just, bah, bah, choking people out and doing arm bars. Bah, bah, and then more fucking people come in. Come on. Bah, 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 and then all of a sudden you're just like, ah, fuck. <clears throat> bah, bah, ah, fuck. Oh, shit, man. I feel so fucking good, though. The fuck? Papa. And then you're fighting and then you're wrestling, but then also it kind of feels good because people are like grabbing on you and shit. And you're like, ah, oh, god damn it. Until all of a sudden it just turns into fucking one more time. Got me feeling so free. They got me celebrating, celebrating, dance with me. And you're still fighting a little bit and you're like, papa. But you're like, one more time. And you're just sweating. So, ooh, yeah. Ah, celebrate. Ah, what a feeling. Pa. Oh, yeah. You're just like, oh, fuck, shit. I'm celebrating. Pa, pa. One more time. Somebody's on your back and you're just like, fucking, you hike them up on your shoulders and you're like, one more time. Got me feeling so free. But you got somebody on your shoulders and you're having a good time, but also you're still kind of fighting people. And then all of a sudden you just let loose and you're just like, you know what, fucking, oh, yeah. Come on, celebrate with me. And then the beat drops and you're just like, and you're fucking bloody and ch- exhausted and your shirt's ripped and you're just like fucking this place rocks and you just have a blast for fucking seven hours until all your spinal fluid is gone that would be that would be me that would be what i did and then when, once i came to and all the fucking other guys who were complicit came to We'd be like, dude, that shit rocked. That was one for the ages. But if any of you are ever complicit in putting Molly in my face again, we're doing it all over again. And then they look at me and they go like this. Oh, yeah, we are, dude. And then we fucking ride off into the sunset. Celebrate and dance so free. And don't celebrate and do the middle dance with me. One more time. And the credits just roll as we roll off into the sunset. And it's me and the guy from Ito Mama Tambien. Like that was, like he was there. Dude, fucking, this is what, see, this is what I'm talking about when I talk about the fucking, I don't need, I don't want to go do shit. I don't want to go when people are like, let's go fucking check it out. When we're in o- o- Ohio or wherever the fuck we are, my opener's like, we got to go, go see a fucking Rockies game. Why? Dude, I don't want to watch guys play baseball when I can just think of shit like that. That's so fucking aw- To me, to think of a guy getting fucking mollied in his face and then fighting until he got high and then riding off into the sunset, bro, what the fuck? I'm going to go watch the Rockies play? Get the fuck out of here, dude. We've got imaginations, man. And I'm going to watch I Halai or whatever the fuck that thing is. We've got imaginations. And you want me to watch Return to Me with David Duchovny? Fucking let my whole asshole. If you don't like me, you can play it fast forward. You can press fast forward. Critics don't like me, lick my whole asshole. <laughs> Was that good? Insecure Jay-Z. Critics don't like me. <laughs> Like my whole asshole. Was that good? <laughs> let's put it on. Let's put it on in the in the song. Hove, Hove. Why you think they call me? To, why you think they call me Hove? Because you asked us to. Okay. Oh, chill, chill, chill. They do that. 
That's my favorite. Every rapper is like, yo, why you think they call me fucking this? Because you fucking asked people to. <laughs> It'd be like if I was like, yo, why do you think they call my fucking podcast listeners babies? Because I fucking called them babies. Hey. Fuck is wrong with you? Hey. Ooh, yeah. What is that song? That's that fucking... Uh, you know what song is like the number one song like that? That style of song is that fucking... Ah, fuck. The Beddingfield one? Wait, what? Gotta get through this. That whole fucking gotta get through this. Like, gotta get through, gotta get through what, dude? I don't like these Vegas shit dance songs, dude. Dance songs are so vague. Like, Dan, not Dan, um, uh, um, uh, the, the, what do you call them? Fucking, what do you call that, that genre of music? Anything you'd hear in a club. What? Yeah, house or whatever the fuck. That's like a 90s term, but like, what do they call it? EDM now, I guess. EDM. So old. Closing in on 40. <laughs> um, but the fucking... Uh... There's nothing... There's not a more 2003 song that ever came out than that fucking Daniel Bedingfield song. Daniel Bedingfield is a name and he's not a lord, you know? Dude, all those fucking EDM songs or the dance songs or the trance songs or whatever, whatever rhymes with fucking schmance. Is like fucking, and of course Daniel Bedingfield looks like that. We just Googled him, and of course he looks like that. Of course he looks like the bad guy. Uh, of course he looks like a bad guy in a movie where there's too much brown and green in it. Of course Daniel Bedingfield looks like a guy that, when he grew up, never listened to his parents, and now says he loves his parents so much. Of course Daniel Bedingfield looks like a guy who fought people when he was in high school and then went to college and definitely picked up something like philosophical studies and now does drugs recreationally and talks about them a lot as they help fucking people and their psychology. Of course that's what he looks like. Oh. Um, so, so anyway, um, uh, Every every dance every dance song every dance or fucking club they song uh, uh, club song they play is so fucking vague. I gotta get through this. I gotta get through this fucking man now. Gotta get through this time. Gotta get through what, dude? What what? The crowd, heartache, the fuck. Every song, every day, fucking song like that is like fucking. Fly like an eagle, fly up high, feeling good, dancing. You know? Gotta get through what? Fucking a room full of marshmallows? That's what that song's about. To me. Gotta get through this. Ching, 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 ching. Ching, 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 ching. 
Got a room full of marshmallows. Gotta get those. Give me a machete and I'll just eat a lot. I'll just eat through it. Gotta get through this. Shing, ching, 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 ching. I look like a guy who got lots of fights in high school. And now I look like a guy who loves my parents and talks about it so much. Shing, ching, 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 in a cool way. Ching, 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 ching. Gotta get through this. Gotta get through this conversation where I talk about how I love my parents so much. Shing, in a cool way. Shing, ching, ching, ching. Not in a dork way, in an ironic way, like how I know I'm dorky, but it's cool because I'm owning it, and so I'm sexy. Ching, 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 ching. <laughs> Daft Punk. Celebrate! Oh, yeah. Daft Punk. Eh, not a more British word than daft. What was that song that goes... I'm blue, nine, nine. So my buddy, when I was younger, thought it was I'm blue. If I were green, I would die. He thought it was I'm blue. If I were green, I would die. I'm like, yeah, man. No, it's not. Just use your ears. Use your ears. Use Google. If I were green, I would die. Imagine if the song was if I'm blue, if I was green, I would die. Daba D, you know? Daba D was in the song title. Dude, how about the guy who fucking made the song, the new, the new song that came out, um, Take a Knee My Ass? Did you see that? One Fire. He didn't see it, but it's a country singer, of course, and he was like, Take a Knee My Ass, and then Google it. Take a Knee My Ass, and then in the quotes is like, misspelled me knee spelled it n-e-e one fire take a knee my ass too many body parts in the song take a knee my ass what a fucking look this is not political believe what you want to uh, about protesting or not protesting but that is the look at that guy's fucking face you know that guy's racist just look at him look at him the more racist you are, you know what? The the more the bill of your hat points up, the more racist you are. His he's got one of those cowboy hats that swoops up. It looks like you could fucking Tony Hawk on it. That's why cowboy. That's why fucking cowboys are the most racist. You know, cowboys are so racist that they don't even know they don't even know they're being racist. You know what I mean? They'll be like, "Well, you know, it's because he's got fucking darker skin than us." And you're like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa!" We were talking about poker. Yeah, but that's why I bet it's all large. He doesn't know the game. It's because of the shade of his skin. <laughs> like, whoa. Whoa, dude. Hey, no, it's it's not. Well, all right. All right, now. Yeah, can you? I don't think, can you? You can? It's okay to play. I pledge allegiance to the flag uh, what? of the United States of America. Fuck all the black people. That's what it is, he's doing right now. I'll stand and place my hand upon my heart every time her anthem plays. And stare directly at a black man and make him know that's when what he I should be doing. I see somebody on TV. 
take their stand on bended knee, whether it's on AstroTurf or grass. What a... I mean... I of those whose freedom was not free. And I say, take a knee, my ass. Oh. I'll stand up for... Oh, Weird Al. This is Weird Al. Oh, Weird Al made this. All right, stop it. Oh, Weird Al wrote this song. So that's cool. Oh, it's cool that we... Oh, I told the producer to stop it, and it stopped, and then started again, so one fire. Dude, I mean, take... What... This good old boy fucking, you know? Whether it's on AstroTurf... Here's the deal. How about this, man? The word AstroTurf should never be in a song. Just just don't put the word AstroTurf in a song. Take a knee, my ass. Too many body parts in the title. Take a knee, my ass. Oh, God. You know, that guy's going to have the most best Thanksgiving, you know? (laughs) Come on over, you know? That guy's just going to have the best Thanksgiving with his fucking scooping up ass hat, and he's going to put the guacamole in it and just place the hat down and put the chips in the center and be like, this is what these hats are good for, good old American... It's not even American, it's Mexican. Good old American guacamole. (laughs) That's right. You know we're going to watch the Lions play today. Ain't that right? They play every Thanksgiving. And if anybody gets too low to the ground, I'm going to shoot them. I'll shoot him in the fucking face. Because I ain't, I know ain't nobody taking a knee. If somebody takes a knee, my ass, eyes, chin, shoulders. Can't stop saying body parts. Take a knee, my ass. Fuck, fuck that stupid song. Fuck that stupid song. Not politically, it's just a bad song. And also, Weird Al wrote it. So that's cool. Guy's gonna have the best Thanksgiving. Um, so yeah, all right, let's do these. Movement. Look, you have heard me talk about movement, and I'm sure you uh, got yourself a watch. Now let's finish your holiday shopping and go to movement and get a watch for someone on your list. It'll be it's a very cool gift. Movement watches start at just $95. At a department store, you're going to pay 400 to $500. Uh, movement figured out by selling online they were able to cut the middleman so they're able to do that. <clears throat> no retail markup. It, it, they give you the best possible price. Uh, MVMT watches make uh, wonderful holiday gifts too. I'm saying it, I'm spelling it cuz it's how it's spelled. Over 1 million watches sold in over 160 countries. My watch is cool. It's gold. Uh, and when I wear it, I get lots of compliments and it's very cool and it makes me look like I know what I'm doing, even though I don't, but movement does, they help you out. Get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to MVMT.com slash congrats, clean design and a great fashion statement. Go to MVMT.com slash congrats. Join the movement. Texture. Whether you're looking for a dependable, uh, political reporting, high quality storytelling, or the latest on culture and entertainment. Magazines deliver it with high-quality writing and beautiful photography, and now you can get all your magazines in one place with Texture. Texture app gives you unlimited access to over 200 premium magazines. Texture has leading titles like 
Time, you ever heard of it? The Atlantic, you ever heard of it? The New Yorker, Vanity Fair, and Wired, you ever heard of those? Or do you live under a rock? And right now, you can try Texture for free. I do it. Uh, I like the magazines I listen to. Got them all cataloged. Uh, I've been using it on my iPad. So imagine having your favorite magazines and their back issues anytime, anywhere. Start your free Texture trial. Go to texture.com slash congrats. If you choose to continue, podcast listeners will get Texture for just $9.99 a month. That's over 30% of their listed price. There are also great gift options available for the holiday season. Go to texture.com slash congrats to start your free trial today. That's texture.com slash congrats. Texture.com slash congrats. Set it too much. Yeah. Take a knee, my ass. You know? What? Yeah. Um... It's weird, man. This the whole fucking. I feel like uh, I feel like this whole stuff. The, everything becomes an issue. I, like this whole like Lavar Ball thing, like that Trump's tweeting about. I feel like he's doing it directly to fucking not like. By the way, here's something that got overshadowed because of that. The fucking um, who's the guy the that was on like Trump's chair that like was all against. Uh, uh, the LGBT, is that what it is? Uh, and he literally pled guilty yesterday to fucking, for child sex trafficking. Did you know that? Yeah. Like, so I feel like Trump's like, oh, that's happening in my fucking shit? Okay. Hey, LeVar Ball, fuck you. Like, dude, who gives a fuck what Le- LeVar Ball says about you? Who gives a fuck what anyone with the last name Ball says? If I my last name was Ball, I would change it for sure. I'd make it like Thompson, you know? Ball. Big baller brand. The Balls. The fucking Balls. It's Italian when you say, when you see the whole family. Hey, the Balls. The fucking Balls, huh? Um... LeVar, the, the kids, the kids in that family are all in the fucking awkward stage. Like, when are they getting out of that? They all look like teenagers. I know probably one of them's, but they all look geeky as shit, you know? Look at them. They're so teenage. All of them. Look at the one in the middle. He looks so teenage. He looks like, uh, what's it, Sideshow Bob? Oh, man. The dad, you know? So proud. Yeah, motherfucker, we getting it in. That's what his face always looks like. Any picture you ever see of LeVar Ball, it looks like he's thinking, yeah, motherfucker, we getting it in. Look, Google any picture of LeVar Ball. Yeah, motherfucker, we getting it in, man. Yeah, motherfucker, we getting it in. Yeah, motherfucker, we getting it in. Everyone would we look. That different levels of that. He's got a fucking tie with BBB on it. Oh damn. He's taking yeah, he is taking it to the bank, dude. That guy's that guy's the fucking that guy's awesome, dude. I don't know anything about that guy. But this guy fucking 
straight up American motherfucking dream coming true. This guy, outspoken, made it a brand, and now, yeah, motherfuckers, we getting it in. Guy's killing it. I fucking like guys like that, man. I know nothing about him, but he created a brand, and now it's a brand. That's what fucking, that's how you back up the motherfucking Brinks truck, dude. That's how fucking, that's honestly, um, I mean, that's how, guys who make brands are incredible. Guys who are able to fucking make what they do in their life a brand are incredible to me. Like even Trump, how fuck did this guy do that? I mean, they sell this, by the way, Trump sells merch, you know, Trump sells merch like Trump hats, Trump shirts. Didn't they make fucking one president get rid of his peanut farm? What happened to that? (laughs) I guess that's out the window. They made Jimmy Carter get rid of his peanut farm. Trump sells hats, you know, Trump sells polo shirts. And they made Jimmy Carter get rid of his peanut farm. Good old American trying to get. Nose is drier than shit. Um, hey, how come, uh, dude, do you guys watch? Oh, I've never talked about this, and I watched the show, and I always wanted to talk about it on the podcast. Do you guys watch Narcos? Do you, why, why are you laughing? Dude, Narcos. Okay, look. First of all, the guy who plays fucking. Pablo Escobar on Narcos, I'm telling you right now, that's the best acting I've seen in years, dude. He's Pablo Escobar. And I don't even mean he's the real Pablo Escobar. I mean he created a fucking character. Even though there's a real Pablo Escobar, he made this guy on TV Pablo Escobar. Maybe he's not like the real Pablo Escobar. Doesn't matter. That guy in his head is literally thinking... I'm not the actor, I'm this guy, but then he forgets that and just is that guy. That acting that that guy does as Pablo Escobar has not been seen since like early Robert De Niro shit. I mean, he's so good, dude. He is so fucking good. And there is, and I love that, I I love the show. It, It takes a little bit getting into because the fucking voiceover, dude. It, they use the voiceover. They they have the guy, the white guy, whatever the fuck that guy is who played the bad guy in the, the Logan movie, whatever his name is, who the voiceover, everybody's good, but the voiceover, like all this guy talks about is, hey, we were like every, it's the most unnecessary voiceover. That's the thing I, I, I don't get about that show is it could just be the show. Now, there's a thing in writing and in screenwriting where they say like any you can make any movie without the voiceover and it's better if you don't, but all the best movies that you ever fucking have watched have voiceover on it. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like a bullshit thing. Like you, they say in screenwriting when you, when you learn it, like you never need to have a voiceover. You can always like, but voice, all the best movies have voiceovers on it. I can't even think of one right now. Goodfellas. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. And then Beanie Siegel put it on his album, and he started it. Dude, rappers love fucking Italian gangster shit, man. You've seen too many movies. That's why Tupac said that. But um, no, when fucking 
Beanie Siegel came out with an album. He he took a he he like took a page from the Goodfellas, and he says, "As far as back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster." As far as back, he says. Eh, Saddam. As far back as I remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. But um, Boyd, what's his name? Boyd is that the guy? Oh, Donald Pierce? Oh no, no, that's him. Yeah, that's the Narcos guy, right? So. He's good. I'm not saying he's not good, but he, he's good in the fucking show. He's great. But uh, um, I like the guy. He's awesome. The, the voiceover dude is hilarious, though. It's unnecessary. And it's uh, describing. It's like, uh, it's like um, what Narcos didn't know was we were two steps ahead of them. Well, what the Narcos didn't know was we were, we were always two steps ahead of them. But then what we didn't realize was that the narcos were four steps behind us. So we had to go six steps back. Now in Miami, two steps were way different than what it was down in Columbia. You know, we were we were used to two steps in Miami, but two steps in Columbia was technically one and a half steps. Due to the elevation and the drug trafficking, we had to do math and make sure that every one and a half steps we took was actually two steps. This is the way we got ahead of the narcos. And you're just like, uh, okay. <laughs> it's just showing fucking scrolling shots of like cocoa leaves. Pablo Escobar didn't realize because we had him right where we wanted. But what we didn't realize was that Pablo had us right where he wanted before that. So what we had to do was jockey around and move positions without letting him know, but also we had to keep him right where we wanted. And that was how we got the jump on Narcos. But we got the jump on them, but what we didn't realize was that they were underwater. And you can't jump in water. So what we had to do was, you guessed it, drain the Narcos pool. And you're just like, uh... Okay. And then they fucking stab somebody in the face and you're like, oh, this show's good. You see, we didn't realize that the narcos had private jets and they were taking the, all, the, all the coke from one area to another. So when we got to the area, they were already somewhere else. And even though we had them right where we wanted, we realized one thing. Where we wanted wasn't actually where we needed. Uh... And then they fucking stab somebody in the cock and make them eat it. You see, the narcos were funny. Not funny like ha-ha, but the kind of funny where you just sit back and you look and think, damn, that's funny. So you're taking two steps every one and a half steps, and the elevation taken into account, because Columbia was a lot lower than Miami. We were used to three feet above sea level, but where the narcos were, were ten feet below sea level. So what we had to do was... Get taller, guys. Oh. You see, when the Narcos came, it changed everything. Everything from buying, selling, the government, killing, winning, baseball, shirts, running, aliens, sky. And all those things were two steps ahead of us. And then somebody gets fucking shot in the fucking eye. 
You see, what the Narcos didn't know was, that's every fucking, the beginning of every monologue in the uh, voiceover. You see, what we didn't know, you see, what the Narcos didn't know was, you see, what Paul didn't remember, you see, what my wife didn't realize was, you see, what the one-year-old baby we just adopted from the Narcos didn't know was, goo goo gaga. Now, the baby said goo goo gaga. We didn't know what he meant, but what we didn't realize was the narcos knew exactly what baby talk was. So we got an informant. We got someone who could understand baby talk, and his name was Poison. We got Poison talking to that baby. Baby would say goo goo gaga to Poison, and Poison would ship 20 kilos back to Miami. That's how the operation was. We had them right where we wanted. And then they fucking stretch someone's limbs so hard that their shoulders come out of their sockets. <laughs> the voiceover in Narcos, dude. <laughs> ah, shit. We all had sneakers on. I feel like that in the middle of that show, there could be a voiceover where the guy just for no reason said, we all had sneakers on during this scene. And you just would literally not even realize it. And you'd be, and then they'd fucking, somebody would like fuck, like rape someone and then stab them in the head. And then you'd be like, whoa, this show's fucking gritty. <laughs> you notice the narcos wearing sneakers? We all had sneakers. Oh, no, get away from me. No. Oh, this show's gritty. That guy has blue eyes. Um. <laughs> oh, shit. More ads. Time to back up this motherfucking Brinks truck, bitch. Blue Apron. Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. Do you know that? You do now. It's it's awesome, okay? Look, Blue Apron, Blue Apron not Blue Apron, because it's not Blue Apron. It's Blue Apron with a P. It offers three plans. Two-person meal plan. It's great if you have someone, if you're not lonely. Meals that serve two people. Choose from eight new recipes per week with the choice to receive either two or three recipes any week. It's too many numbers. However, it makes sense. Family meal plan. Meals that serve four people. Choose from four new recipes per week with the choice to receive either two, three, or four recipes any week. <laughs> wine, wine plan. Six bottles of wine. <laughs> Renowned winemakers deliver monthly. You see, what the narcos didn't know was they've got two or three recipes any week. But you could get meals that serve four people. Choose four new recipes per week with the choice to receive either two, three, or four recipes any week. Now, if you got the two-person meal plan, choose from eight new recipes. 10, 11, 47, and we're all wearing sneakers. <laughs> Upcoming meals include. Hey, they're definitely they're definitely jerking the 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 ad from us after this. Uh, seared steaks and garlic butter with oven fries and romaine salad. Now that sounds amazing. Butternut squash pasta with kale and brown butter walnuts. Barramundi. I ate that in Australia. It's real good. And mixed mushrooms with jasmine rice and napa cabbage. Roasted chicken and fall vegetables. Nothing's better than fall vegetables, dude. When you describe vegetables from a season, forget it, dude. Fall vegetables are so good. They really are. You ever taste fall? 
Blue Apron. You haven't taste fall? Go outside and just open your mouth near some brown fallen leaves. There you go. Ginger compote and cranberry? Come on, dude. What are you doing putting uh, restaurant stuff in your mouth? Check out this week's menu and get $30 off your first order with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash congrats. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron, so don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash congrats. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Customize it, baby. Square Cash. You know what? The babies are all switching. Your baby, switch. Cash App is the number one finance uh, app in the App Store. So go. It's because it's the best way to pay people back. Friend, family, coworkers, narcos, anyone. Spending and receiving, sending and receiving money is totally free and it's fast. Most payments can be deposited directly into your bank account in seconds. Download the Square Cash app, link it to your debit or credit card, select an amount to send, and type in a friend's phone number or email address to complete the payment. They get a notification, they receive money, that's it. No gimmicks, baby! Square Cash is better than the other guys. It's not a social network. I used it the other day, and nobody knew I was paying for what I was paying for. It's shady, but it's true. Cash card. It's a new black debit card. You can design yourself, design it yourself via the, the app. The cash card allows you to use the cash app, the cash that you keep in the app anywhere you want. You get notifications, and you can laserette your card to personalize it, and it will be delivered directly to you for free. They come to your door, knock on it, and you got a black cash card. The Cash App team is constantly building awesome new fe- features. So what are you doing? You want to go see new features? Get it. Download the free Cash App for iOS or Android now. No elder this week? Cool. It's all good. Sometimes we have one. Sometimes we don't. See, what the elders didn't know was sometimes we pick them every week, but sometimes we don't. A week can go by. Sometimes two. Sometimes we'll name four elders in one week, like we did with the true babies. But what Narcos didn't know was, it was up to us. Pa-da-pa-pa-ya. Um, we taking over one city at a time. Um, I'm looking for the most fucked up Instagram post of the week. Sometimes I think about how I was married. That's crazy, dude. I was married 10 years. No, I guess it's like 12 years ago now. What the narcos didn't know was I was married before. And uh, I think, honestly, everyone should go through that. And I don't, you know, maybe that's self-centered or egotistical. But um, going through a marriage when you're young and realizing what it is, Talk about fucking big baller brand, dude. Yeah, we getting it in, motherfuckers. When you get married and divorced after two years, when you're 25, yeah, we getting it in, motherfuckers. You know what life's about. You know what relationships are about. You know you've been through. You've been through everything. You've been through the relationship. You've been through. You've been through fuckings. You've been through relationships. You've been through marriage. You've been through everything. And you know what the fuck it is, man. You know what it's like. So now when you really get married, you know what's up. You know what's up, dude. You get that princess shit out the way. 
And then you get the real fucking shit going on. I know it sounds a little defensive and a little, you know, but I'm telling you, man, if you're going through a divorce right now and you're young, that shit is fucking, you know what? You're going through some real good candy shit because you need it, dude. Nah, fuck candy. You're eating uh, some, like, you know, protein and some shit and some macro. You need to fucking grow and develop. That's how it is. Because then you know what it's all about. Then you're not being a fucking idiot and getting married when you're like 30 and thinking, yeah, this is what it is. And you don't know what it is. And then you get divorced when you're 35 and she's taking all your shit. She's taking all your money. You don't want her to take all your money. You want to be fair. You want to give her some money if she helped you out. But you don't want her to take all your money and take you to the fucking bank. Um, you want her to take all your fucking Olivia Munn? You don't want her to take all your fu- Olivia Munn. Sure, if she deserves some Olivia Munn, you give her some Olivia Munn. But dude, come on, man. You want to be this guy. Yeah, we getting it in, motherfuckers. You trying to be LeVar Ball with three kids? If his wife left him now, he wouldn't be BBB. He'd be B and a half, dude. He'd be like, yeah, we kind of still getting it in a little bit, but you know how things go. It's hard, motherfuckers. That's what he'd be doing. Instead, he's got that fucking shit-eating grin. Yeah, we getting it in. You know what rhymes with shit-eating grin? Yeah, we getting it in, motherfuckers. So, because marriage is real, bro. Once you get the government involved in your relationship. uh Uh-oh. Once you get a fucking piece of paper signed and you got to sign it and she's got to sign it because you get married and you get the government involved and you got to go to a courthouse. Uh-oh. What you doing? Hey, dude, marriage is a scam. But guess what? We're still going to do it. You know why? You fall in love. That's what it is, man. Love fucks you up. It really does fuck you up. And people are like, but it's great, but it's beautiful, but I don't know what my life would be without her. I don't know what my life would be without him. I don't know what we would do without our beautiful kids. You know what you'd be doing? Fucking and sucking and spending money. That's what you'd be doing. You'd have a great life. Lonely? Sure. Sometimes. But a lot of times, you'd forget your loneliness, and you'd be fucking sucking and getting it in, motherfuckers. You know what you'd be doing? Going to the movies if you want. You know what else you'd be doing? Fucking and sucking and jerking if you want. That's what you'd be doing. Sounds like a great life. You could just go on a walk and look at some fucking coyotes if you want. If you got kids and you're married, you can't do that, dude. You got to fucking designate time for it. All I'm saying, man, one time I had a, um, uh, a conversation with an older man at Greenblatt's, and he just started talking to me, man. And of course... Just like all older guys that start talking to you in diners, he had on tinted sunglasses on. Tinted glasses on. Not sunglasses, but tinted glasses. And he talked to me, man. And he had a fucking beautiful, a little bit longer grayish hair that looked like, you know, he looked a little bit like uh, Jerry Jerry Springer if he went on a fucking bender. But he had like a glow to him and a collar. He had a collar on. And his skin looked good. Old but good. He didn't have anything that said, hey, I'm not an old guy. He had an, an air that was like, I'm an old guy, and I'm owning it. And he was eating alone at Greenblatt's. And he started talking to me and my friend. And I don't remember who I was with because that person wasn't important. What was important was me and this guy. 
And I was going through some shit with a girl. And I don't know if he like sensed it or some shit. I don't even know if this guy really existed. But like he started talking to me and and he was like, hey, you married? And I was like, I was married. And he was like, ah, cool. I said, what about you? He said, never been married. This guy was in his 60s at least. Well, no, he was in his 60s for sure. And I was like, uh, no, never. And he was like, no, never. Had a few relationships, but, you know, uh, never was never was married. Never really had a long thing going on. Now, in my head, I'm thinking, oh, a guy's selfish as shit. Must be crazy. I mean, if you're not married by the time you're 60, or if you never had like a 10-year relationship by the time you're 60, I don't know, man. I mean, it's probably got a lot of probs, you know? But this guy with his tinted with his tinted glasses, not sunglasses, and his long fucking Jerry Springer hair, who it looked like Jerry Springer needed a haircut, but he had a glow to him. I told you. He said, "I said, do you ever regret never getting married or having kids or anything like that?" And he he looked at me and he said, "Nah, not for a second. And I know guys who would say that as sixty something years old, and I know that they would say that. And I know I wouldn't believe that. But for some reason, I believed this motherfucker. He was laughing. We were talking. And he was laughing. He wasn't fooling me with the laugh. And yeah, maybe he had some fucking demons or some darkness in him. Maybe. But also, he was laughing genuine laughs. So what the fuck does it matter what you do? So basically, you got to do what you want, man. And if marrying a girl is what you want, and being with a guy is what you want, then do that. But don't fucking do it. When you're 30, just because that's what happens. You know, if you're young and you fucked up and you got involved and you did it and you got out. And now you know what life and marriage is all about. Fucking block up, block up, you know. But if you're just fucking doing it because that's the natural progression of shit and you don't want to get the fuck out of that relationship. Because there's that guy. And you could be that guy. But you could also be LeVar Ball with three kids and a fucking wife. Yeah, motherfucker, we getting it in. But the secret is you could be getting it in by just being fucking solo and rolling on your dolo, dude. What is rolling on your dolo? I don't know. I never knew what it was. But you can do that. Roll on your fucking dolo. You think fucking Daniel Bedingfield isn't rolling on his dolo? He is probably. And even if he's not, the idea of Daniel Bedingfield is rolling on his dolo. It's like in Spaceballs or, or fucking, no, it's like in Spaceballs. Uh, Star Wars, when he loses the fucking, it's always inside him. What's that movie? Where he's like, oh, you lost. It's Spaceballs, where you lose the ring and you're like, nah, it's always inside you or some shit. It's not the ring. Whatever fucking movie that is. It's not the ring. It's what's in, it's inside you. It's not the ring that's doing it. It's something. It's not a ring, but it's in Spaceballs. It's fucking inside you, dude. I don't know, you know. See, that's why this is a cult, dude. I'm trying to help you motherfuckers. I'm trying to get out to that log cabin with the surrounding log cabins that are not as good as the one log cabin. And I get that one because I'm the leader. And we're all growing our fucking hair out because we're all 
trying to look like Jerry Springer after he needs a haircut. And our fucking mantra is that when we sit around that fucking in that circle, we breathe in and then we breathe out and we say very quietly, yeah, motherfuckers, we getting it in. And then we go out and have some activities, you know? Thanks for being a part of my cult. Try to recruit people by showing them the podcast. Show them this podcast, this episode. They'll understand. If they don't, then they don't get it. Cults are cool because not everybody is in them, dude. We don't, it's not everybody that's in this cult. This is us that's in this motherfucker. This is us that's in the. You think I'm not exhibiting cult behavior? You out of your fucking mind, dude. Charles Manson just died, dude. I don't want anyone to die, but you know what I'm saying? It's like, well, I mean, he was a piece of shit. I meant the people that he. Anyway, I'm trying to look at this fucking most fucked up Instagram post of the week. And maybe I'll get there and I won't want to do it. Maybe I'll get to the page where I saw most fucked up Instagram post of the week. Maybe I won't want to do it. And you know what? That's okay. Because it's what I want. Uh, I got these fucking idiots on, the, on these fucking Instagrams, dude. These fucking idiots on Instagram. These fucking idiots on Instagram. Look at this. I think I already did that one. Um, uh, yeah, maybe I won't do it. Maybe I won't do it. Up, oh. up. Oh, never mind. Didn't want to do one for a sec, but got to do it here. Hey guys, it's time for the most fucked up Instagram post of the week. Uh-oh. The most fucked up Instagram post of the week. Uh-oh. Well, this is one. I wasn't going to do it, but wow. I mean, this is amazing, dude. This is most fucked up Instagram post of the week, foreign edition. We've done one before, but these are always my favorite because this guy writes it in English, but is from Switzerland and obviously does not speak English that well. Now, this is awesome because it has all the things the most fucked up Instagram post of the weeks always have, but on top of that, it has errors and it's way too foreign, okay? Here we go. Uh, uh, God, this is just one of the best ones, I think, period, okay? It has an X, like, an. Uh, this is the caption. For then I'm going to tell you what the fucking picture is. It has an X, like the uh, em emoji, and then it says, value yourself. And then it has a bunch of lines under it, and then it says under that, this is the caption bunch of lines under it like the little short lines that they do to separate the shit even though they don't need to because it's just instagram and he says every day you are telling yourself that you are great will bring you to a more self-confident person every day you are smiling for yourself will change your inner beliefs and also inner beliefs by the way and also the people hanging around you your environment period not a sentence people will recognize with an s this aura and make them at the same time feel good too Sure, okay, that makes sense a little bit. This guy is S. Swiss. He's standing outside of his car with an open door, and he's in a field. The car is on in a field. Now, nothing is more Swiss and Switzerland-like. Nothing is more Zurich 
than having a car on grass with a blonde guy in a hoodie standing like he's getting into it with a door coming out. And dude, this is the most Swiss part. There is writing on the photo, like he put it through an app, and it says, all about smiling. That's more Swiss than Swiss cheese. That's more Swiss than Valps. That's more Swiss than Valps. Do you want to climb Thalps or do you want to fucking put a picture on Instagram and write over it all about smiling? Oh, put about put all about smiling on there, yeah? Wow, that would be amazing. Wow, look at that. That's what they did with him and his buddy, who's definitely blonde too. He's blonde, of course. Um, You guys are the shit. We're going to wrap it up. Uh, we're going to take one question from Keith Halberzeitler. Jesus Christ. I mean, you, how'd you, how did you not become a bad guy with a name like that? My name is Keith Halberzeitler. Keith Zeitler. The, I mean, it's a bad guy. Why do some guys put one hand on the wall and lean at the urinal? Congratulations, Pod Gaming the System. You know what? That's fucking weird, dude, to do that, actually. You got boner? You're trying to angle it? You're trying to angle your cock? You're trying to name? Hey, dude, take the hand off because you're not that tired. Just chill. If you got boner, maybe that's why. But uh, yeah, guys, also don't touch the wall in a bathroom. What are you trying to get fucking hepsy? Trying to get hepsy? You got it. Congratulations, you got it. Hey, guys, I have an app right now. Download the app. You got to download the app, okay? It's Chris Lee. I show behind-the-scenes footage from the podcast. Uh, I show all sorts of shit. You get to see little clips of, of one fire, and that's how it is. Um, so do that. Uh, remember, Blue Apron, check out this week's menu and get $30 off your first order with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash congrats. Movement, get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to mvmt.com slash congrats. Square Cash, have you switched yet? Download the free Square Cash app, design your cash card, get it for iOS or Android now. Now, guys, this is a cult. Help me out. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. It shows video of this podcast. Um, and for a lot of the stuff, I feel like it's better to see me do it. But I don't give a fuck. If you want to listen to it, listen to it. Uh, download my app, as I said. Go get some merch. we got crazy cool merch. And that's a good thing for gift giving. The holiday season's coming up. Show people they're fucking cooters. Show them they're not cooters. Show them they're fucking true babies. We got shirts and sweatshirts of all shits going on. You get my fucking silhouette on it. Silhouette. Subscribe, rate, and review the show. Tweet me by using the handle at congratspod. Video episodes go up on Tuesdays or Wednesdays. We keep it lax because we don't know when it's going to get done with the ed editing. We don't know how many visuals we're going to add. Upcoming shows, buy tickets at crystalia.com. Irvine, almost sold out. Just added another show on Sunday. San Jose, San Diego, new show added. Riverside on New Year's Eve. Come fucking drink some champagne with you, motherfucker. Winnipeg added his second show. Calgary, Canada. Man on Fire, Incorrigible, White Male Black Comic. These are all my specials. Watch and rewatch it. Like it. Um, 
Uh, I got a new. I'm doing a guest spot, a few recurring spots on the show called Alone Together, which is on Freeform, which I think is actually going to be a really funny show, man. Uh, with Benji and Esther. Uh, Benji and Esther are funny on this show. And uh, thank you for listening. Uh, have a good one, my babies. See you at the log cabin. Don't forget to roll on your dolo, motherfuckers.